I keep it juicy, juicy. I eat that lunch. Mm. Yeah. She keep that booty, booty. She keep that pump. Yeah. Welcome back to another episode. Yes. Um, so, Erica, for our new listeners and new viewers, can you let them know what cross-cultured is? Ah, cross-cultured. It means the combination and the crossing of different cultures, different views, different point of view, um, different ideas and how we identify, how we treat ourselves and how we treat people based on how they look and everything that just combines all of that. Period. Yeah. All right, you guys, if you are a new listener, how we like to start over here at Cross Cultured is we like to start with the hot, 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 hot. hot topics. If you're going to join in, you got to know the. Hot, 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 hot. I was supposed to do the intro, but since you did the intro, I'm like, let me join in this time. Oh, okay, my fault. It's cool, it's cool, but let's just get into our hot topics. Um, so let's, let's, let's see, what's, what's juicy on this to start with? <clears throat> let's just start with the first. So Robin Crawford um, comes out about her lesbian affair with Whitney Houston. So Robin Crawford, she she's known as Whitney Houston's best friend for her many bestie. years, like forever. And it's always been this, you know, no rumor, you know, they... that they do have a lesbian affair. Um, but I guess she finally said, like, you know, it did happen. And she talked about how um, Whitney did break it off. Mm-hmm. You know, because they were physical for a moment. The way she broke it off was hilarious to me, though. What happened? Because she, she hit her with a satin Bible. Like, <laughs> this is <laughs> how we finna end this little relationship. Right, right. Like, you know, this is just not going to be good, you know? Also for a career, and her mom wouldn't be going yeah. for that either, okay? Yeah. And um, the question is, like, why now is she coming out with this? Because she's been dead for how many years now? Seven years. Seven years. So, why I don't now? Know. I just, I don't know why... Um, I don't know. I feel like it's something that's kind of like known but unsaid. It's been one of those things for yeah. a couple of years. And I think she has a book or a memoir or something like that coming mm-hmm. out, which is why she decided. Oh, uh, okay. Makes but sense. But it's also kind of like, you know, I don't. I almost feel like, well, she ain't want people to know, so isn't that disrespecting her wishes? Mm. Right. Is this not, is this giving you peace of mind or what? Yeah, like, who is it for? I don't know. I can't speak to it. Yeah, because she did say that, you know, she she learned how to live with the fact that, okay, they stopped their physical relationship and she remained in each other's lives. So you were okay with it for how many years? Right, and it's like nobody denied that y'all's closeness. Yeah. So at this point, like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, we all know that you guys are close and you've been like... She wants you to know that there was a physical sexual relationship. Exactly, that's that's what I'm saying. It's like, you want them to know that y'all had a sexual relationship, which is why I'm that, you know, y'all were girlfriend and girlfriend. Um, I guess but it's like it's seven years later now. All right, girl. Seven years later. Yeah. Um. So there's a new HIV strain out, y'all. It's a new after 19 years. They said it's it's a new one. There's not there's not been a, any other like new strain out since like. For 19 years. I look, you've been watching Pose, so this scares me. It's I know it's scary. Like if you watch Pose, it's like damn. 
But they didn't give the name of the new strain. No, they just said it's a new strain. Watch out for it. Uh, I wonder what this means, though, right? Because it's like How HIV it hasn't been, like, eradicated or whatever, but it's kind of been, like, now manageable. So now it's right. about to hit us like it was hitting people in the 80s. Safe sex people like angels in America, right? But then it's like, okay, how was this new strain developed? Are people having different type of sex out there now that I create created this new strain? If I was a conspiracy theorist, I would say that this is the agenda against the LGBT community to say that now there's more sexualities, there's more fluidity, and you add and the black community too because yeah. you know. Um, but I, I don't know because um, someone posted they were like, you know, this means um, they're going to be new vaccines again, you know. But this, you know, people who are like into conspiracies, you're like, well, there's a new strain of HIV. This means there's going to be new vaccines that we all have to like give our kids and we all need to take. You know, we need to watch out. I don't know, but it's just, I didn't really you guys just have safe sex. Right. Like, that's just it. At the end of the day. And, yeah. And you don't just get HIV AIDS from sex either. You don't. That's the thing. I don't even remember. Oh, like needles. Needles. Yeah. Blood. So it could be at the tattoo shop. That's it could be thing. at a tattoo shop. All those underground... T- oh, probably from all these butt injections. Maybe that's how the HIV that's strand... That's a very good one. Maybe I that's what, Maybe that. that's the new one. When the you, body, yeah. the surgery and Yes, stuff. especially those underground um, like butt injection parties. You know, they have yeah. those basement parties and stuff. Yeah, out in Brooklyn and the Bronx that. and stuff. They do have those in the motels and apartments. Y'all be careful. Y'all be careful out there. Just be vigilant and protect your bodies, okay? Yes, please. Uh, what else is in the news? What's going on in South Africa? So in South Africa, there is a drought that is going on right now. It is experiencing the worst drought it's had in decades. Mm-hmm. Um, at the at this point, there's 45 million people at risk of hunger. Um, and, you know, basically what they're saying is that South Africa has only received normal levels of rainfall in one of the past five growing seasons, which is threatening the farmer's ability to grow crops. Um, So as you guys know, global warming is real. We try to keep it up to date and real with y'all about what's going on in the world. I don't know if the Amazon rainforest is still burning. They just never followed up about that. Right. Um, But yeah, this is just, again, don't litter. Pay attention to your emissions because Mm -hmm. even if it's not affecting you right in front of your face, it's definitely affecting people around the world. It is. It is. Speaking of Africa, um, in Nigeria, uh, specific, specifically um, Balogun Market in Lagos, Nigeria, a fire, um, there was a fire outbreak. And it's one of like the busiest market in central Lagos, which Lagos is the country's largest city and commercial center. And um, I'm trying to see what started the fire. And, um, you know, and markets in Nigeria, they're really big, you know. Mm-hmm. And imagine a mar- if a market, like, um, goes, like, you know, the fire and everything, it's like, that's your livelihood. You yeah. know what I mean? Those are people's jobs. Those are their careers. Those are their businesses that, caught, that got, um, that burned in flames. And it took a while for the firefighters to be able to get a hold of it. They said it was burning for like hours, hours, so hours, 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 hours. Um, but luckily, there are no casualties, so no one reported, um, no one died. But you see videos of people on rooftops. They're using small buckets of water to try to stop the fire. But wow. you know, obviously, that's, it's not going to do it. That's not going to stop it at all. Um, so this was across many blocks, you know, of the Lagos Island that that's this fire sad. was on. It's, it's pretty sad. Um, I'm trying to see what happened. But that's pretty much it. So that's really sad for Nigeria. Prayers I, to Nigeria. Prayers to South Africa. Yeah. Um, it's funny how they have, like, similar but opposite problems right right right, right. we right. need some water at the end of the day 
All right, y'all. So you guys know these Popeye sandwiches are back. Um, I still have not eaten one, and I I don't know if I refuse to eat one or I'm just not going to eat one. I don't. Are they back indefinitely? Like that's supposed to be the thing that they're like back back. I think they're back, but then again, they keep on running out. So I don't know. I don't even know what to say. I just think that um, as black people, we really got to, or we really have to like. Um, really think about the things that we prioritize because more than anything it's just kind of like the way that we are flocking to this it's not even just because it's chicken it's not because it's nothing else it's because y'all really want to be on social media and say that i had this popeye's chicken or i know what it tastes like or everybody just wants to be a Listen, part of it people are acting a fool like people are bumping into each other's cars people are like coming out of their cars and ready to fight in boxing but you know what it was nice to see not just black people, okay? Because there's a video of two grown white men that they were really fighting outside in line over this Popeye's chicken. And honestly, the Popeye's chicken is not that good. It's it's really not good. It's not good. It's salty. It's it's not all that, you know? It's not worth the hype. But, hey, the marketing, promotion, promoting team is on it. It's on it. We just They made millions in that one day. They came back. Yeah. Millions of dollars. But this is what I will say. I don't think that the man got stabbed because of the Popeye's chicken. He cut in line, which mm-hmm. is why he got stabbed. And they just so happened to be getting the chicken. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? So, it was like, I think he would have stabbed him anyway had he cut him anyway. It wasn't just because of the chicken. Girl. No, no he, for real. I don't think he wanted the chicken that bad. I think he was just, he was pissed at somebody. That he'd been waiting in line that long. Right. And somebody cut in front of him. But it's like, it's like, because you were waiting in line over chicken. I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. It's chicken. Go ahead. I get it. I get the annoyance. But this is not like you're trying to get your passport. You're trying to travel. This is not no emergency, you know, situation. You're in the hospital and he caught you in the line. You stabbed someone over in a restaurant? Yeah, you just, you really stabbed somebody because you was that impatient. Like, you just, I just feel like you got to be kind of a little bit crazy. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Like, Chicken or not, the, you definitely got to be crazy to do that. Exactly. Definitely. definitely. You, you on one if you going to let, you going to stab somebody for cutting you in line. Definitely. Definitely. Um, one more thing going on in Lagos. So a killer disease has now hit Lagos, Nigeria. So basically it is called gastroenteritis and it is caused by poor hygiene, eating contaminated food and drinking contaminated water. Um, Nigeria is known to have, you know, typhoid diseases Mm -hmm. like that, which is basically, you know, poor hygiene, lack of washing your hands after, you know, using a bathroom, man. Unfortunately in Nigeria, especially like in the markets or public places, you don't really, there's no toilets. You know, or less it's like a pit latrine or a few of them will have those little potties and stuff. But it's like people do defecate, you know, they go to the to the bush to the side and shit. And And they don't wash their (laughs) hands. You don't wash your hands. And you know, by that, especially in the marketplace, by that, you know, you don't wash your hand, you go back to selling what you start selling, you exchange of money, you guys touch each other and stuff like that, and then it's it's ridiculous. And the fact that it has caused an epidemic in Lagos, crazy. Um, But, yeah, they said um, 117 persons have been affected by the disease Mm. in five local government areas of the state. Um, The health worker discloses that some 168 patients have been diagnosed with the ailment so far. um, And that it seems like it's going higher and higher and higher. That's too unfortunate. Yeah, because I like, okay, I'm like a very big stickler on washing your hands. And that's definitely. You're not? I said I am a very big stickler. 
um, washing your hands. And, and that's definitely, like, the Americanized in me because I be around so many, like, Nigerian people, be it family or whatever. Yeah. And I be on they ass, like, they leave yes. the bathroom and be like, I did be you wash looking. your hands? I do like, that do they, too. My mom be getting annoyed because I stay asking her all the time, like, did you wash your hands? And she be like, why are you insulting me like this? Like, what's going on? This, I be like, no, for real. Like, what's wrong? Uh, especially men. Men do that a lot. Yeah. Men like, men are big on, like, not know, washing their hands. Yes. Um, and not, real quick, another thing that plays a role is flood. So Lagos, nowadays, they have a big flooding situation, right? right? So, and flood water comes with all kinds of harmful microorganisms from waste, feces, and urine. Mm. The flood, like, gets really high to, like, your knees, to the car. Some, like, the, people, the living rooms and stuff, it's like you see water. So if that is in your house, yeah. all the stuff is coming into you already. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What else? We didn't have too many hot topics this week, you guys. Um, That's fine. Something I do want to bring attention to is that there's a lot of black bodies going missing. Um, yes, especially female especially bodies. Especially females. I think sex trafficking is at a, a different type of high right different. now. It's um, You know, it, it's like the more, maybe we're just becoming more and more aware because of social media, but it is becoming like a thing. So please check on people. Um, share your locations with at least one or two people. There's a lot of different ways to share locations. Um, and just, just, just always make sure that, especially women, that you're being attentive, that you're not walking around with too many headphones, you know, there are safety in numbers. Just please make sure you guys are doing what you have to do to remain safe and not just want to have that little yeah. PSA. And be vigilant because I, I saw this little video of a man saying, you know, go, only go to grocery stores or large supermarkets during the day. Don't go at night. Don't park your car in between two large vans, big trucks, because that's, you know, that's where those kidnappers, that's kind of vehicle they drive and stuff um always watch our back oh, have a pepper spray have a, a, a taser something have something that you could use as some type of weapon to protect yourself yeah because these people are crazy and then you know with all the people that we've seen they're girls from colleges like a lot of a, colleges, a lot of high college school, girls you know because that's where they go they really go to yeah. college campuses yeah. especially homecoming yes. season yes. this is like a big yes. season um, where they just basically they are snatching people up, snatch people literally up. So snatching people please, up. Please, please, please be attentive. Again, I'll repeat it. I said it last week, but I'll repeat it again. On your iPhones, if you guys click the home button three times, it goes into emergency true, mode. True, true, true. Um, and it lets and it sends an alarm or does something to let people know that you are in danger. Yes. Mm. All right. So now that we have that PSA, we're gonna go into our Olodo of the week. All right, you guys. So for those of you who don't know what an Olodo is, I'm going to just let the drop do the talking. Somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Olodo Rabata! Goofass. All right. So an Olodo basically is the person that did that dumb, goofy thing for the week, and this week, I think it's quite obvious who the Olodo of the week is. The one and only. What's Clifford, his full name? I Clifford. Clifford T.I. Tip Harris. What does the T.I. stand for? It's short for tip. What does tip stand for? I don't know. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> what does the tip mean? But Okay, yeah, but T.I. 
He is the goofy of the, the Lodo Rabata of the week. What did he do? It's like, so T.I. was on a podcast this week. Since he thinks that's just his thing this year, like, he the podcast king this year. So he was on a podcast with um, Nanz- Nazani Manandi, who is Miguel's wife, and another woman whose name escapes me. Um, and they were, I don't know how the conversation came up, but essentially. They asked him, like, oh, have you had the sex talk with your daughter? Oh, so. With any of your daughters. With and any that's of your daughters. And, um, you you know, he has an 18-year-old daughter named Deja. Um, that's from him and his previous baby mama. Yeah. And basically, he said that he goes with her to the gynecologist every year since she was 16 to check if her hymen is still intact. For those of you who, you know, don't know the vagina well, the hymen is basically like a thin layer of skin in the vagina that kind of serves as like a little barrier mm-hmm. um, between like the vaginal canal and like the rest yeah. of the world. Um, the rest of the world! <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, that's basically it. Now, the thing that you need to know about the hymen is that it's very sensitive and it really could be broken in any way, shape, or form. You sports. Know, sports, riding a bike, really any kind of real discomfort to the vaginal area could have broken the hymen. You know, mm-hmm. it, don't, it doesn't have to be like a, a, a inserted or blunt trauma to the vagina is what breaks it. You know, using tampons, a lot of girls prefer tampons. Yes. That's it right there. You know, um, masturbation, just anything really could break it. So anyway, he says that this is how he checks that his daughter is still a virgin. It's like, okay, I have no problem with a father going to, uh, you know, accompany his daughter to um, doctor's appointments. Even if he's gynecologist, you stay outside. You know what I'm saying? But it's the fact that you are legit saying, let me see if her hymen intact. Is she still a virgin? Because I know she ain't out there fucking all these guys. Okay, and if so, if, if she was, what are you going to do about it? And then do you have the same energies for the boys? It's like you're trying to police your daughter's body, right, against certain boys or from certain boys, but you raise the same boys. Does that make sense? Yeah, I just, like, I honestly have been in shock, in shock. At not only the fact that he said it so freely, because it's like, first of all, your daughter, she's not no 10-year-old girl. Girl, no. You're talking about her sex life hella in public. Yeah. That's super embarrassing. Um, two, that is the most degrading thing. I think I, I, I've never heard anybody say, like, like as a man, too. Like, you know, men, they say weird things, especially when it comes to their daughter's sex life. Yeah. But I think that that's very, very, very weird that you medically go to try to check. To check that too, there. Like that's so old school, cause that is like an old school threat. It, no, it, that's it an is old school threat. Old school, it is. It's it's. My, I just want to like you don't have the same. Cause we watched the show. I've watched the family show. Yeah. His sons, especially the young one, King. King. Wild. They be la- King is what 13, 14? They be laughing boys, with him. Have a girlfriend about, and everything. About, you have a sex now, King. <laughs> so it's like you don't keep the same energy for your son, and it's like. Okay, and if she has sex, and so what would you do? What what was next? And, and so what? And not for nothing, I follow Deja on social media. Deja is very very sharp. Like mm-hmm. she's definitely like like, and I know like she mentioned a lot how she couldn't go to, or she didn't go to prom, and her parents didn't really let her do extra. Why didn't let her go to prom? Well, she said she didn't want to go, but I know she said they didn't let her really do extracurricular activities Why? like go to basketball games or football games. Why? I don't know. I'm sure. I'm probably. not gonna lie. Sometimes the way she be dressing is a lot. That's what I'm saying. My thing is, you let her dress do all of that. Now you talking about... That's the way you you want to try to protect her? Not saying that, like, the way a woman dresses is equivalent to their sexuality, but it's like... No, definitely not. It's like, she clearly already looks sexy, like... Yeah, exactly. So that's the thing he's doing, because he's like, I know my daughter looks sexy, and, you know, she's really beautiful. I'm going to go make sure she's... 
Okay, we made the virgin to what age? So what's the age limit you're gonna give her? Mm-hmm. Till she's thirty? Cause Zanique, what 23, 24, she lived. She lived with her boyfriend. She lived a little Izzy, so. So come on now, what were you doing at that age? What and I almost feel like, and I almost feel like, can he? He he can't say that to Zanique, cause you know. He's her dad, but he's not her biological father. And I, 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 I don't even think because of the whole biological father thing. I think because Zanik would, is not going to go for it. And Tiny's not going to go for it either. But that's what I'm saying. So it's like you think it's just that, like, because, yeah, like, I just feel like Zanik also is very, like, Daisha's very strong-minded too. Yeah. So it's like I'm very confused as to, like. How I, I, I don't know. I guess you know she, she's strong minded. You could be strong minded, but still be like at your parents, like you know, you know what I mean. Will. Like exactly, will whatever they say, you know. Um, but I, I don't think it's a healthy thing to do to be like I'm gonna come with you all the time to make sure your hymenate is intact, not for any other health reasons. You know what I mean? That's another thing. It's like. Of all the things that you could be going to the gynecologist with your daughter for, that's the thing. That's the thing that's pressing on your mind. And mind you, just because. She may not be having, because I was reading somewhere, just because she may not, may not be having vaginal sex, it doesn't mean she's not had sex. People do. Oh, yeah. Some honey. girls, they have anal sex to still remain a virgin, quote yeah, unquote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's all type of different things she can Exactly. Be so uh-huh. she could still be having sex. It could just be anal she sex be or oral sex. Exactly. It's all type of different things. They're like. When you're stressing little girl out, she's like, oh, don't put it in, but just, just, yeah, just, just, just rub it. That's going <laughs> to make people more. Stressing her out. I'm talking about people be getting creative when they be trying. Exactly. It's something. like to what age? I think it's em- embarrassing. I think it's her. It's him really police- policing and controlling her body. She's a graduate from high school. Like, and we all know Ti Ho. That's what makes it work. Exactly. We all He's know Ti Ho. Did he just have some scandal? Like everybody knows that Ti is a thought. So it makes so. it even worse because it's like, how dare you have this much? You know, oh, my daughter has to remain a virgin. For what? Out here doing whatever with anybody. Educate her the proper way. You know what I mean? Like, teach her, educate her, advise her, you know, have her talk with her mom and, um, you know, good female role models and stuff like that concerning sex and your body with the doctor, but not this way. Did did you hear Jeannie Mae's take on it? She said, oh, she agrees with it because she's a wild girl. First of all, Jeannie Mae's starting to get wayward just because you Jaden Jeezy. You starting to involve yourself too much. So question. So I guess you're saying that if her parents did do that regular checkup with her with the gynecologist, she would have not been a wild girl. Come on, shut up your mouth. You will still be doing whatever you want to do. That's the thing. That's the thing that people need to understand. You set up the precedent for how your child relates with you. Yeah. But you cannot tell your child. You can't say how your child is gonna be. You know what I'm saying? Me myself. I don't necessarily think, like me and my family, we don't talk about sex in general. That's mm-hmm. just not what we talk about in my, in my family. And it was moments where it's like if I wanted to embark in like adolescent sex, I could have been did stuff. But personally, it just wasn't in me. I wasn't that type of kid. You know what I'm right. saying? But I also know people who parents were on them, who were very religious, who did that, but they still found a way. Uh, listen. You the, gonna find listen, a way. The, so, strict, the, the most strict parents, they make the sneakiest kids, okay? Like, I know some sneaky people. Like, if you're strict, like, oh, don't do it. We're going to find a way. Yeah. So, way. it's just Just me, talk about sex. That's it's it. it's how I feel. I like, feel like, damn. So, you really just all saying at the end of the day, you cannot talk to your kids. And, and that's what it is. That's what it is. You can't talk Like, to your no. Kids. That's one thing. I wish my family talked about sex with me. I mean... As you said, me and me myself, I'm not a, like a. I was not a wild child, or I'm not a wild adult either. But it's it would still help, you know what I mean? Even going into your adulthood. You yeah, know? it just would have been like, I don't know. I just don't understand. Like, 
it's just so weird that um they can't talk to their kids to me. Like, it's weird. It's that deep. Parents need to grow balls, okay? I, it really is that deep. I, like, I'm trying to think. The first time I talked about sex with my mom, I think it was when I was like, oh, I've had sex before. <laughs> that was when it came up. But on that, no. It's to be determined of it. <laughs> we have not talked about it, and we're not going to talk about it. Like, uh, but my dad, I've talked about sex with my dad before. My dad is more free, but not sex in the sense of, oh, I'm having sex, but sex in the sense that, you know, you're an adult. You know, I know oh. sex happens, you know, like, oh, a man's point of view, don't, you know, sleep around, that kind of thing, you know, a few times, you know, and, and you, you have to, though, you know? Not a single person. <laughs> no, never your brothers? No, definitely not my brothers. They just would, like, freak out. I feel like even if they listen to this episode, the, tech, the group Look, text is going to go crazy. Girl, my mom would be like, you tell everybody you have sex. <laughs> you are telling everybody once we know that. Damn, I'm sorry. <laughs> Wow. Uh, but okay, no. So let's get into it. Policing a woman's body, right? Of our sexualities. Oh, that's the topic. That is a topic. <laughs> it is a topic. Yeah. So women's bodies. Our topic is women body, right? The female body, sex, how it's all treated. So we talk about policing of women's body. You know, there's a time in. Um, well, I think there's two do it in some cultures, um, but in Africa and also in um, some Arabic countries they do circumcise women the women's clitoris and the mm-hmm. purpose of circumcising them is to quote unquote Remove prevent them from urge. being fast mm-hmm. right sexual urge stimulation you know and it's like it's and you know it's not like they naturally do it at birth like how to circumcise boys mm-hmm. in some cultures they do it like you're nine you're ten Hi. a little bit right before your period that's so crazy. you do experience like the pain that's that's you know, and it's like, and some, you know, some, they just cut a little piece. Some, they cut off the whole clitoris, That's crazy. you know? So it's, it does take away, you know, for you to have, um, legit, you know, full, your yeah, full sex drive. It takes away your sex drive. It takes yeah. away the, the point of you enjoying it. Cause like, also being it, a woman. yeah, like it literally is like, so when, when, you know, say you're in your matrimonial home. And you having sex with your husband, like you're literally just a machine for him to have kids. Like, Pretty you, much, you're not enjoying it. At Th- and all. that's it's what it is. It's like you. okay, so we don't want them to have sex or be fast. So to went so, so they could be a virgin to they get married. Okay, and this man. When men do rape their wives, you know, they do force their wives, and it's just basically this is for you. This is, we want you to be like this for men. Yeah, and it is women who also circumcise young girls. Mm. You know, so it's a cycle thing. So it know? is because it's women that call each other fast that that shame each other for our sexual prowess yes, it's, yes. you know what i mean it's like it's all about like like we make it a shameful thing to have any autonomy over your body yes i remember some episode from america's next top model the mm. fatima i think she was from ethiopia or oh so. what season was this this one the old, the old no this old was old ones Mm-hmm. And um, she was circumcised. I forgot it was some episode, and she, she was looking down there, and she didn't know that this is not how a regular vagina looks. Oh, wow. To I think one of like the the castmates was like, "Oh wait, no, it's not. You know, you're supposed to have oh, a clitoris, wow. you know." And then to find like at that age in your twenties, you That's know, crazy. like, "Oh, wow, that part of me is missing." Damn. You know what I mean? It's quite sad and ridiculous. Damn. So let's talk about how women and girls' bodies, how they are viewed compared to boys. It's just, it's like, I, I I always feel like it's so hard being a woman because we don't get any say on anything, but we get all the blame on everything. Oh, yeah. You know, like, men, men pursue us. They, you know what I mean? Like, I don't stick anything in anybody. Men stick the stuff in me. Right. So it's like, 
why are they not in control of where they throwing things? Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, I just have never understood how women are expected to carry the sole burden That's a good of point. intercourse. That's a good point, because we don't do the sticking. They do the sticking. But you want to control me. And that how you want to control me based off of what you're doing to me. You're because the one you that's... Can't yeah, because you can't control yourself. So now it's been put on us to be the ones to control them. Yeah. To be the ones to say, you don't have access to me, or you don't have this, or right, you don't have that. And right. it's just like, no, like... You as a man control yourself. Do better. Don't you know? Don't just pursue and chase women for the sexual pleasure. Very true, and I feel like you know, and this starts at this starts at a very young age. You know, this is not just when we're women and ladies, whatever. This starts from a very young age, from four, five, six, seven. I see two, some, three. Yes, I see some posts. It was one post I saw. I think it was on a Niger blog post. And they had, um, it was a baby girl. She was in a mall and she had like some, like an alternate and some like maybe mm. shorts or like pants or whatever. And one man commented saying, this is inappropriate to wear for a baby. Wow. And, and they will say, um, and they will blame men for wanting to do something like that. Some shit like that. Basically saying like, Ew. but it's like, gee, she's a, and someone comment like, she's a little girl. Why is your mind even going to that level? Ew. And then, you know, you also have to think about it, you know, cause I also think, okay, as a parent, you know, you do have to be conscious of how you address your kids. Not because of any other reason, but men. You know what I'm saying? To protect them from, 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 from them not being viewed as sexual, sexual. objects. Yeah. Because there are pedophiles out there. You know, there are men out there that look at little girls and say, oh, I want that and I want to mess up her body and her life. You know? The fact that, even the fact that babies. Yeah. Listen, babies. As in months. Like months old, getting raped, molested, touched on. Like full on. on ripped. I'm like, how in the world? Does your mind even work to that level to even want to do that at all? Disgusting. It's because, you know, it's because especially black women, we're not viewed as... Chi- we have no innocence attributed at to all. us. And that's messed up. Like, you know, like we see it in black men is with criminalization, but yeah. in black women it's with sexualization. It is. From a very early age, black girls are seen for their body. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It'd be like little eight, nine-year-olds. It's like, oh, she got big booty. She did this and that. She did this and the other. She, you know, she grow like, that's like the first thing you're commenting right. on. Oh, like, oh, she gonna be fat. Yeah, or, oh, she gonna be something, or this, this, and the other. It's like, oh, you gonna have to watch her. And You gonna have to watch it's her. It's all of those things, and it's just kind of like, dang, you ain't even know that she read Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief and her favorite character. Like, you don't even know these and, things and, about and the And that she likes Cinderella and Beauty and the Beast and yeah. Snow White and she's so innocent. You she's know? not thinking about anything like that. There's so many young girls I felt like couldn't even be cute. Like, that's a thing that I feel, I felt like I might have experienced but not know because like I, I developed fast. Mm-hmm. I couldn't wear certain things. Like, I felt like for a long time I had to dress like an old lady because yeah, like, yeah, to cover up. To cover up because I was busty. Because mm-hmm. it was like, somebody gonna look at your chest. Did, so did young boys and men look at your, like, oh, yeah. and stuff? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like, look at my boobs and stuff. And it's like, I feel like it's one thing for, you know, male your male peers, you know, hormones or whatever. Yeah. But it's completely different when it's like older men that look at, look you, at you and it's kind of like... like it's like, how do I even protect myself from this? How? I have one good example. Um, I was in Nigeria. I think I was like 11 or 12. We went to some restaurant called Mr. Mr. Big. I don't even know if it's still oh, going. Um, anyway, so on a Saturday, me and my aunt went there. And that Saturday, I wore, I wore jeans and like a, like a, um, 
not spaghetti strap, but like a, you know, no like sleeve. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sleeveless? Not sleeveless, but yeah, sleeveless, but it wasn't like an altar. It wasn't, let's say spaghetti strap, whatever strap. And then um, I went there. Some guy was just winking at me, right? He was winking hard, asking for a number. But I'm like, obviously, I look like a little girl. Like, I could. <laughs> yeah, you look young. I could. And then I was also, I'm not, t- I, I, I'm not busty, you know, I don't have, uh, I don't. Pro- I don't have like a sexy provocative shape like that. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay. And then we went there again, you know, and I think it was on a Sunday. So I had like a church wear on, you know, more like a flowy, bigger dress, whatever. And it was the same man, but he didn't look my way. Cause I was thinking like, was this man going to recognize me or is he going to do the same? He didn't look mm-hmm. my way. So then I'm just like, wow. So just because I had jeans, jeans, <laughs> jeans, <laughs> I had jeans on. Jeans and a tube top. And it, it wasn't too top. It was like, yeah, what do you call Sleeveless. it? Sleeveless. Like white beater type of oh, shirt. Oh, like a tank top. Like a simple, I can't even think of a tank top. Tank top. And I'm just like, ah, ah. So, so I get like the paranoia with parents, but it's so unfair to the child too, because like, as you said, you can't dress cute. You always have to wear old mama style old of clear. stuff, yeah, you know? Yeah, I'm not like saying that you want to necessarily show your body, but you do want to be free. On a hot day, I got to cover my, myself up from neck exactly. to, to toe because, oh, I don't want some men to look at me a certain way. And white girls are definitely not seen that way. Even when you oh, think about no. the media. Yeah, white girls be wearing whatever they want. Exactly. They be wearing little short shorts and this, that, and the other. And exactly. it's just like, they uh, wear short they shorts. They just living their life, walking downtown. But you see, you see the booty, the, the yeah, little booty. Yeah, they, the they be wearing their little cheer shorts everywhere, little spanks everywhere, yeah. going to get some ice cream and a hoodie and spanks. And, exactly. But no, we cannot do that. Um, but also, let's see talk about teenage pregnancies because I know in Nigeria it's a thing where, like, uh, you know, when a girl gets pregnant, the blame is on the girl, of course. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And some schools they do blame, they do expel the girl. For being pregnant. But the boy that impregnated her, that yes, put the penis in, in the vagina, that came in how? Is he still in school? That's a, that's in America, too. Really? Even at the little, the little high school I worked at last year, um, there was a case. The kids used to tell me all the time. They was like, oh, y'all remember that one girl mm-hmm. who was pregnant, and then they sent her away, but her baby daddy still go here. That's messed up. Yeah. That is, it's, it's legit like epidemic in Nigeria. And, and um, thankfully, I think it's a governor of Ekiti State. His wife, the first lady of Ekiti State in Nigeria, she banned that from happening. That's good. If you're going to ban the, the girl, ban the boy. So now they, they're not going to expel. If she's pregnant, okay, she's pregnant. Work through, through it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, give her resources to help her out. Why are you expelling the girl? Because she can't. Like, does that even yeah. make sense? She's the one carrying the baby. And I think often women are punished for punished. for being pregnant when it's like, yes. we're not the only one, right? Like, where it's kind of like, if, like, for example, I, I've often find that if if a woman abandons the baby and says, here, you got to mm-hmm. stick with the baby, people will rally around that man mm-hmm. to help take care of the baby. Mm-hmm. If it was the woman that was abandoned by the man, it would be like, anybody tell you to open your legs? You got to take care of it by yeah. yourself. Yeah. And I think that that's just kind of like, you know, it's this, this construct of, like, you know, virginity, which is kind of like, people are saying, like, virginity is a myth, quote-unquote. They mm-hmm. say it's a social construct. I have two feelings about that. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's kind of like, it's obviously not a social construct. You right. know, it's something that happened. Right. But I guess the weight that's put on it is a social construct. You know what I mean? And I just feel like, why is it that we as women are expected to maintain ours, but men are not expected to maintain theirs. Like, why is that a badge of honor or a thing of pride for but them to be able to do it? I do not like that. Because I know when I have my son, I would, listen, you, the same, maybe I should go to the doctor too. Like, 
has he? I don't even know. You can't even do for but me. But that, that's what I'm saying. There's no, like, there's no accountability for me. There's none. But there's none. Because even if a man got, even if a boy like, say your son gets a girl pregnant, you wouldn't even. A lot of times you couldn't, you could not know. Like he could just not talk to her. You, you would not know. know. That is very true. As you said, there's no accountability, and people are not even raising their sons to not, you know, safe sex and just not besides safe, safe sex, but to also keep their bodies. Yeah, save pride, your body. You know, in their virginity, not to rush to sex because then I, I feel like. Not even just America, but it's like what whole man who thing. You become a man when you sleep with sl- a girl. Yeah. When you put your dick in some vagina. That's why yes, I call men whore, man. whores and hoes too, because I do believe that men can be hoes and whores. And I think that Very they, much so. like they're not told enough that that's whole behavior. That you are a whole like, you're, community you're penis. A slut. You're a slut. You're also a prostitute. Yeah, like your body is everybody. Yeah, everyone has you know access I mean? to you. Like even like on social media, they always talk about oh, women are twerking and doing this and doing that. And I'm like, have you seen this men? Out I here? was like, men are hoes too. They be out here under the facade of they're in the gym. They be oiled up, shirtless. They be wearing. They, 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 they show their cuts. Yes, they be having little boxers and stuff like. Men or the, what's it called? The jogging pants? The and, you, and you see like, the, the prints and yes. the size, the length like, of everything. These guys, are, the game, he, he definitely is a, is a man. A hoe, yeah. that he's a hoe. Like, how you not going, you know what I mean? It's all the same it's to me. It's all the same. It's all the same. But I like that you said that, you know, um, it's like, you know, a woman, you're being punished for if you get pregnant, right? But it's the same way if you're, uh, you know, not, if you're not able to get pregnant. You're also mm. punished for that, too, yeah. you know, because we also know how this is popular in African communities where it's like, you know, the blame is always put on the woman to have a child. And it is like, it, they don't even bother about checking if the husband is fertile, it's fertile or if he has that. low sperm counts. The blame is also put like if she has a girl or boy. It's like, you have to have a boy. If you don't have, at least have one boy. If you don't, then go look for another wife. Go look for another wife. It's put on a woman, you know. Yeah. There's this actress in Nigeria. She had... She had really bad issues, I think, you know, like similar to what I have, you know, mm-hmm. like PCOS, endometriosis, and all that stuff. So it was one of those, it was severe, it was one of those, like, it's just best just don't have no child. Take out your womb so that you could stop mm-hmm. this deadly pain that you always go through on the regular, right? She's a married woman, and I forgot, I don't remember her name. But, you know, as being a, a woman in Nigeria, it's that whole thing that you're a married woman. As a woman, your job is to reproduce. Yeah. That is your sole purpose in this life. Yeah. Now, I do believe, like, okay, part of one of our purposes in this life is to have a child to procreate. But if you don't, I think that's fine. Yeah. Not everyone should or has to have a child if they don't want to. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But then also, it's the same way God created us. It's the same way some people can't have kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they just can't. Or if those can't have kids, there are children that need parents. Exactly. There's people that's like, it's a cousin. Exactly. So in her situation, she had to get her womb taken out and she, she had to ask herself like, do you want to choose between having a child or between your life? Because it was one of those situations. Wow. You know, you, where like her womb can't really carry the baby or like she'll end up dying. Wow. So she has to choose between a baby or her life. And she's like, well, I'm going to choose my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? But of course, you fo- you she faced attack from people, you know, the public. What's your purpose? Why you don't have? Why don't you have a child? You know what I mean? What's As a woman, it, and that's the question they do ask: What is your purpose in this life if you don't have a child? So my point is to say that you are blamed and you are punished regardless of you have a child or you don't have a child. You get pregnant at an early age or you don't get pregnant at an early age. You know, it's some type of punishment, some type of blame that is put on you. Now, I think I was um, listening in Nigeria. Um, if you don't C-section, your Loki C is weaker. Damn, yes. what? It was some little documentary. BBC News Nigeria, they do that on Instagram. Um, the little clips of documentary and, um, you know, some women say, you know, they had to just do C-section. And you're like, ah, 
she's not strong enough to give back to the baby naturally you know because there's pride in delivering your baby naturally and i'm just like damn you just can't win i had a child g <laughs> bro you ain't ever gonna play me like that because like yeah. the thing is like and that's why like i do feel strongly about like uh women's abortion rights and stuff um because it's like i don't think that we take into consideration enough how much of a process pregnancy is Literally yes. from, 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 like, inception, from, like, the moment I find out I'm pregnant or the minute that it sticks to the egg or whatever, your body is not fully your own anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, now you throwing up. Now you getting dizzy. Now you sleeping at times you don't want to sleep. Now you can't eat certain things. Now you want to yeah. eat certain things. Like, it's just kind of like you are a prisoner in your own body from jump. And some people cannot handle that. And I think that for women to be shamed, to feel like you are a murderer because you cannot, or you you don't want to sacrifice your body to that extent yet, it's crazy to me. It's sad. And I think that for us to live in a society where men are the ones who make these decisions over They're us. They're the ones. And it's like, you you cannot, you will never experience that. A few months ago, we were talking about abortion laws, you know, and yeah. birth control. Yeah. And you know, just... how Planned Parenthood is under attack. And it's like, we are the one who has to take birth control. I'm so glad they're de- still developing this birth control for men because at the end of the day, we know men are the one who needs it the most. Men are the ones who can get three, four, five women pregnant at, the at same once. Time. I can only be pregnant once one a time. Year. Right, once at a time. Yes, they are the ones that could listen. We've seen four, people five, six, seven. that had ten, twelve baby mamas for what reason? And then all their kids is a year or two apart. <laughs> months. Months. Years. Months apart. <laughs> like. And that's what I'm saying. There's just no accountability. There's no responsibility put on the male body whatsoever. And and, and those birth controls, they have side effects. They they have serious oh, side yeah, effects. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm scared to get on birth control because I don't want to like start dealing with side effects yeah. and different type of things. And I think all of this adds to rape culture. Because mm. all of this, like I, I definitely saw a post um, about regarding the whole TI thing. And people were saying how this is kind of like a subdivision of rape culture Mm -hmm. Um, because in the manner of like misogyny exists in different pockets and it's like a lot of the time we excuse men for being poor partners and say that they're good fathers Um, but a lot of their decisions in being poor partners seep into their fatherhood fatherhood. Um, and that to try to control and monopolize her body to that extent to say that... um, it's solely on her or it's this, that, and the other. However, she chooses to use her body is kind of like the the inception of rape culture. Mm-hmm. Like, they explain it in a way deeper way, but it kind of I kind of see how that is because to me, you know, rape culture is this whole idea of um, boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. And I think that, that that's so dangerous because we do allow men to just... That means you're saying boys will be boys and that entails negativity, problems, yeah. violence, yeah. rape, and it's all because they're boys, so it's yeah. okay to accept yeah. and let them be. Like, I think this whole notion of that men are these savage animals that have no self-control mm-hmm. and no discipline and that we have to excuse and them when, all they, when, they, when they exhibit this mm. is just, it's so dangerous. Yeah. It's yeah. so dangerous. It, yeah. And then, you know, they say, oh, you know, you girls, you guys are mature faster, so you should know better. No, I it's because, as you said, because the account, account of, women are forced to grow up quicker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we, there's so much accountability placed on us. Like, oh, you are the girl, this and that. It doesn't mean we necessarily mature or grow faster. Like, we're growing up the same way. Okay? Literally. 
Like I've been in school with same people. Same people. We learned the same we thing. We learned the same stuff. We come from similar si- households. True. So. Y'all, y'all fast. Boys are more fast than me. Y'all didn't experience life in a whole different, different capacity than I have. Different you way. were allowed to go out more. You were allowed to sleep around. You were allowed to drink earlier. You were allowed to yes. do so much other stuff. And I was not allowed to do that. You have experienced life way before me. I'm just c- catching up to some of the stuff you're doing. <laughs> For real. Just, catching Just up. trying to catch up to some of the stuff you've been doing since you were 15, 16. The girl, 12. Yeah, so I don't understand that whole, but we mature faster. But that is so true. Like, that, what is what is that? What is that? That That is so unfair. I don't know. It's just so much pressure, you know? Like, oh, as a woman, you just have to be pious and proper at all times. Your legs must be closed, you know? But then it's like, oh, you can't be too much of a, what's the word? What's the word? Too much of a prude. Oh, exactly. You can't be too much of a prude, too. So, you know, they still want you, they still want to see you being sexual a little bit. Let me see that you're sexy. It's confusing. It's, it's too much. It's like, choose one. So what is the age, just out of curiosity, that you think you would be comfortable with your child having sex? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if, as a parent, if you would necessarily ever be comfortable, per se. But for me, I feel like I would become if it's after high school mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying you're in college because in college I I, I I i can't really supervise you or even you know you know have my eye on you like that you're not necessarily under my household because you on campus you know and i believe that would have educated you well enough for you to prep yourself for when that situation comes so i'll say college and you know college maybe 18 or you go to college 18 19 <laughs> so um definitely college but what if they like a genius and they go at 16. And if you got 16 i stay in the house yeah, yeah. Not, no, 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 they won't. Kids stay on campus at sixteen. No, people let their kids. I mean, no, they won't allow. Some colleges do let kids be on campus at sixteen. I, no, they don't. Yes, they do. What are you Which colleges about? are you talking about? You were sixteen. About? I was not sixteen. Yes, I went. I didn't go to. I didn't go. To, I went to community but college. But you were, you and went. No, because they their case, No, their cases of like those fourteen-year-old, sixteen-year-old geniuses. They they go from home. I feel like at sixteen they do let kids go. Uh, yeah. Well, I, oh, me as a parent, I would not. No, you're gonna go from home. Because 16 yeah. is too young, too. We think about it. If you do go off college, you know, if you do want to live on campus, then we're in the same city. But I do want my child to have the experience of going to another city if they choose to. Um, but if you're a genius, sure, awesome, good. Bring money to the house. But they are going from home. Sorry to say. Damn, that's <laughs> No, it's fancy. God, I think the older I get, though, I get, I understand, you know, being around kids, you understand why some parents are protective, you know, but you just can't be overprotective because no matter what, shit is going to happen. You know, but what about you? What age would you feel comfortable to let your child have? Fourteen. No, just playing. <laughs> I'm wow. Um, no, no. Um, twenty. <laughs> twenty for real, because because you still a teenager, really at eighteen, nineteen. I don't really True. believe in all that. Oh, I agree. At yeah. eighteen, you grown or whatever. You just legal. You just out of high school. I, I think, just say out of college. Yeah. I think twenty. I mean, I ain't gonna kill you if it's like you're eighteen. Would you want them to tell you that? Hey, mom, I've had sex. I would. I would like them to to like have a conversation with me or like you know. Obviously, you don't want to necessarily be like, oh, we're probably gonna have sex next week or whatever. But, right. Um, right. But I would like to like. I would like to have a relationship with my child where they feel like, I oh, don't know, like I really love them and you know, if it happens, it happens. So we Question. Can have that what do you think about parents who put their daughters on birth control from high school? Because high school, I know a lot of girls. I know who, a lot of people put their kids on birth control from high school. So um, what do you think about that? Would you do that? If if my kid was sexually active, 
what, why do you think your kid, you know, would, if you're saying you'd be comfortable at age 20 and all that kind of stuff, why? But this is if the assuming that I already know that they're sexually active. No, 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 no. You don't have to. Oh, you I, mean I know some so, people just put them yeah, without because, knowing? No, yeah, because they're just like, hey, you're a sophomore in high school. I know how y'all high school kids be. I ain't going to do so that. I'm just gonna, I ain't going to go it early control. like that. No, no, no. If I did it and I had no, co- like, no about it. I'm actually, first of all, I, I think birth control is like, it's really a tool. And people don't understand that it is like, it is like man-made hormones. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I personally wouldn't even put somebody on birth control if there wasn't even like a real need. Like, it's like, if I'm putting you on birth control... It has to be a real need. So you find out that they... I mean, obviously, the need is to prevent pregnancy. That I know, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, damn, like, I got to know that, damn, you really out here and we just really got to do this. So are you saying that, okay, you let's say you still happen to sleep up however, you saw a text message or you, whatever, uh, you saw that she's having sex, would you put her on birth control? I probably would. I okay. would. If, like, you, we would have a conversation about it and be like, yeah, I think that that's, like... You know, I would ask questions like now we know. Mm-hmm. So, but you putting her on breast control doesn't mean you're giving her permission to have sex. No, but I think that it's very important that you know once like she had sex without my permission to begin with. Right. So it's like now I have to regain my control as a parent and say, well, at least I'm gonna steer this boat. Right. So I'm gonna make sure it's safe. Very true. I'm still gonna be like, happen. this just prevents babies. You can still get AIDS. Don't play with that. Protection. <laughs> like I would still let them know. I think a lot of people kind of also sugarcoat STDs. Like they're just always like pregnancy, pregnancy, pregnancy. pregnancy. Yeah, 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 But yeah. it's like, nah, bro, chlamydia chlim- exists. Herpes when would you exists. give your son condoms? I would give my son condoms. Um, as soon as I, like for me, I literally would wait until I feel like they were starting to have sex. But what um, if you don't know? Because if it's, I don't it's possible know, for a parent that you if don't I don't know. know, then I would say maybe after the first semester of college, we would like I would like really be like, all right, let's be real. Uh, you got some hoes. After they doing the, the first semester, I'm be like, you got some hoes or what's going on? <laughs> like, oh, they gotta be hoes. Okay, <laughs> I would literally say it like that. Like, what's going? On? Or if I knew that they were in a relationship and I felt like they were getting too quick, like you know, kids be trying to fall in love quick. Yeah, talking about kids like we weren't kids. No, because you know when you're 16, 17, that love be feeling different. It'd be like, <sighs> but I can't relate. Sorry, sorry, I ain't had that type of love. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. <laughs> Yeah, you gonna flex? No, I ain't gonna flex. I was, I had a little boo at prom date, but yeah, I was not in love. Oh, okay, my little boyfriend. Gee, <laughs> Okay, okay. I had a boyfriend uh-huh. in high school. Okay, okay. let me tell you a quick good story. <laughs> quick good story. So, okay, boyfriend has to use my prom date, but like we only saw each other like when we went to a mosque. You know what I'm saying? Right. So definitely no. That was definitely not sexual, sexually active in high school. Not at all. Um, so, um, I didn't have a computer then, so it's my dad's computer, right? Gee, you know, back then, we would touch this put relationship stuff in a relationship stuff, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I left my Facebook page on, on his laptop, and clearly on my profile, relationship, okay? <laughs> Gee, I guess the next day, <laughs> he saw this shit, G. He came up, he called me like, okay, come on, I so, and back then, I know my dad was trying to, like, form a really close relationship with me. Like, he right. was really trying, like, okay, let me be really, you know, also, like, a friend to my daughter. And he was like, okay, I saw that you left your Facebook profile <laughs> up. Okay, you want to tell me that your relationship, you did it intentionally. I went with the flow. I'm like, yeah, I left it there. I left it there on purpose so you can't see. But in my head, I'm just like, gee, that was a mistake. That is too funny. You were not supposed to see. That I was- left my tag page open once, gee, that was bad. What? 
Ooh, what, what tag? That's another like, tag was one of the early social media sites. I've been about this social media life for a long time. This wow. is like seventh, eighth grade. Gee, I used to curse so much. Ah, you you been cursing, G? You been? How you talking ghetto as hell too? Just what I used to say anything on my tag like. Man, these hoes don't want it, but whatever. whatever. I don't even know. I left it open on a family computer. You know what I'm saying? It's like a family computer. In the basement? Gee, yes. (laughs) I'm talking about (laughs) my brother come. Which one? I think it was a feast. He get on there. All I know is that all of them stay going downstairs one by one. Like, they call each other. That's how they call me down last. Like, (laughs) so what's the meaning of this? I'm like, what? I'm stuck. I couldn't say nothing. You, you, you wish the flow would open up and start. I was like, uh, this is a, this is what you do. <laughs> this is your life. This is who you are online. Uh, this is what we taught you. Gee, I'm talking about because I was a ratchet. So what? Did, what happened though? What did they say? They was just disappointed, like. Cause I was, I was cussing, I was talking inappropriately. Me too. I was talking about some, yeah, this my bag. Talking about Omarion. Yeah. It was like Omarion and stuff though, like bow wow, like the, the just, just crazy. That is so hilarious. Okay, that was a nice little digress. But yes. um, back to sexual sexualization of black women. I'm trying to see what else it is. It is. It definitely is. You know, you definitely do feel uncomfortable as, you know, as, as, a, as a woman, even as a young woman, right? Cause yeah. There's so many times where. Sometimes I intentionally go places trying to look ugly. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll sometimes go to the grocery store and, like, wear sweats and won't wear my wig and wear, like, a hat. Just right, so I can right, look right. like... Just so, like, you don't so want you can attention. leave me alone. You don't want attention. But I still get it. And it be so annoying. It's like... you I, Like, that's one of the most irritating things when you try not to get attention mm-hmm. and people are still like... Yeah. Hey, sexy, or... And I also hate how men address women. Like, one of my biggest pet peeves is if I'm walking and somebody honks at me from a car. Because oh, yeah. then I'm like, okay, so what's supposed to happen next? What's supposed to happen next? Am I yeah. supposed to, like, run towards the car? Like, hey, hey, hold on, wait for right. me. Or it's like, am I supposed to be happy that you just acknowledge me? Like, what, what was the purpose? I know one of my friends told me that she was waiting at the bus stop and some man, he got out the car to smack her ass and ran back into his car to drive off. That's ridiculous. Like, men do that. Or I think it was the same girl. She was saying she was walking and the guy was legit jerking off, masturbated behind her. That's ridiculous. So imagine, oh, I remember I took the train too. You know what I mean? Mind you, I do think this dude low-key low has some mental issues. He has to. I was on a train and he was like, I want to eat your pussy. Like just the end of the cart, G. I was like, Lord, why me? Why me today? It's just, it's so yeah, uncomfortable. It's just so, like this man, I was on the train once this man was trying to like, Put his hands in between my legs. Eh? But I straight told him, because y'all I'm a little crazy. I had a Snapple bottle in my hand, and I told him, I said. He tried to put his hands between Yeah, me. like, he kept inching closer to me and, like, kept touching me and stuff. Trying to touch your So head. I kept telling I told him, I said, sir, if you move an inch closer to me, I will bust you over this head with this Snapple bottle. And then he started, yeah. he started yelling in the middle. She crazy. She trying to bend me with the head with a bottle. I tell you about these girls. And I just maintained my cool. I said, sir. I will. I'm repeating myself. If you touch me, I will. You're bust. joking. I'm telling you. And then this other girl, 
That's and that's why it's power in women sometimes. This girl across from me, she was like, I know you're not crazy. I saw what he was trying to do to you. Are you okay? And I was like, Yeah, I'm good. This is that and the other. And that's the one thing that's like with women, that's why we try so hard to have each other's back because like I know like for me, I always like look out for women. Like if I'm in the car and I see a girl walking by herself mm-hmm. to her car, I always try to make sure like just look and see Pay if attention. she got her car yeah. or something like that. Because as a woman, you know how hard it is to like to to exist in this world. It is, because, you know, they say, okay, only do grocery shopping in, in the day. Sometimes it's like, oh, I'll only have time at night. It's you daylight know, savings, exactly. G. It's dark at it's, four. It's, it's, it's dark, and it's like, okay, this is the only time I can get it, because, oh, it's either I have to go to work or class after or whatever. And it's like, damn, I can't eat. You know what I mean? It, it's, it really is so uncomfortable. It, it's so unfair. And I think also just seeing as young adults, we do see how older men really be on younger girls. You know what I'm saying? Because so I think it's another. I don't know if it's a new thing where That's I have so a, a lately a lot of older men have been really like, oh hey girl, what? That's because like, you're at that ripe age, right? And it's like you 50, G. You 60. Yeah, I'm you 25. The, you well, I'm, that ripe I, I let you ask, ask them like, what can you offer me? You know, I think I told you of an incident of a. The parking lot of my school. Oh, the Nigerian guy. Oh, like, oh, yeah, Nigerian. Ha ha. You know, chop it up. That's nice. Two, three days later, hmm, would you be, can you marry me? Would you be together? I started laughing because I'm thinking he's joking. He was no, serious. No, he was really serious. And I'm just like, how old are you? He said, oh, I'm 42 or 43. I'm like, you're old. What, what is it that you can offer me? You know, I'm like, would you even want your own daughter to marry somebody this old? He was like, listen, it's all about convenience, you know? If you're the older person, you know, it's about making your life more comfortable. No, I don't care if you already have money. I don't care what it is. No, you just cannot. You know, that, that's not what I want. It's, it's, it's a lot. It's too much. It's too much pressure. It's uncomfortable, you know. I try to talk to my little sister. Like, I have to also be thinking about my little sister because she tells me about her friends and stuff too, you know. And it's like, there's so much going on, going on out there, you know. It, it's, it's just too much. It's a lot. It's a lot of pressure. It makes you uncomfortable. This is something that's going to follow you forever, even when you're married or not. Yeah, like, men, this is, you can also be an ally to women. I think a lot of men don't understand that. Like, we talk about different type of allies, like white, white allies, straight allies, and this and the other. Male allies is a real thing. Like, you know, to, to know that there's, like, a couple of guys that, you know, I know, even if you do kind of see me in a sexual manner, you won't act on it or, you know what I'm saying? Like, to know I could be safe around Self-control. a certain guy, that that means a lot to women. So, for moving forward from this conversation, I hope that, you know, you guys that listen to us are able to kind of take a reflective look and say, you know, I hope I'm controlling myself and mm-hmm. I hope that I'm not making a woman feel uncomfortable. Definitely. And watch out for your 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 female friends too. Watch out for that. You know, walk them to their car. If you drop them off, make sure you see that they enter their apartment. Like they lock you see the door closed behind them cuz things happen. Listen, it takes a second for anything to happen. So, you know, and also parents educate your daughters the same way you you should also educate your son, you know? Everybody whether you're male or female, you should value your body. It's not just a woman thing. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for our topic. And let's get into Black Excellence. Alrighty. All right, y'all. So I can start with my Black Excellence. So my Black Excellence um, is a man named Lamont Thomas. 
He is from New York. What Lamont Thomas did is he is a single dad that adopted five siblings so that they would not be separated. That's beautiful. Over the past 15 years, he's fostered 30-plus kids, and he finally adopted five. Um, And that's just a lot because anybody that knows anything about the foster system knows a lot of these kids are displaced, especially when we have these conversations about abortion. This is kind of what happens, right? If people have kids that they never wanted to have, they give them up, they go to the foster system, mm-hmm. um, and then people just leave them there. They forget about them. They leave yeah. them there to rot. So for this this man, especially especially as a single man, to do this, uh, big kudos to you. All right. Mine goes to two Africans, Munyarazi Makoni and Chikezie Umeje. They have, emerged, they have um, been emerged as the winners of Beat Feature Writing Awards. These two brilliant minds were recognized for excellent reporting on science and scientific innovation. Uh, Chikezie is from Nigeria and Makoni is from Zimbabwe, and they made both of their nations proud. Um, they, they, I think, what did they do? They, pre- um, they were presented with the award during the Grand Challenges annual meeting held in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia. The meeting had. Uh, they were in t- attending several scientists, policymakers who came together for the pro- uh, promotion and creating solutions to global health problems. I think it's wonderful that we see, as Africans, that we do tackle our own issues, our own problems, and not wait for the white savior to do this because we are brilliant, you know? So, big up to you guys. All right, music make me lose control. Music. All right, my queen and savior Nicki Minaj was fin- was featured on a song with Kelo G called Tusa. She got a her little Espanol bag. She looked beautiful she and amazing look she good. in the video. Y'all know I stuck through Nicki, with Nicki through all of this, through all the hate and everything. And I'm just so happy that Nicki is like, she's still out here. Like, y'all cannot erase my queen. Yeah, um, I listened to it a little bit. It seemed it seemed decent. Um, Doja Cat, she has an um, what was the name for album? Oh, I forgot. She definitely got a new album out. Uh, but I do know some of Hot her Pink. S- Hot Pink, yeah. And I do like her songs. Some of the songs that she has on it, she has Juicy on it. She has um, what's the one with the snakes? Um, let me see the list. Really I good. think Cyber Sex Rules. Yeah. Um. I don't know if I like I don't like cyber sex per se. Um oh that's the one with the the internet's wiring all yeah. over her body. Um but you know she's actually not she's not bad. It's so funny that she blew up from that stupid song. But, but you know really what? She's been signed. She's been she's signed. signed. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, I yeah, thought yeah, she I knew was that. just internet some No, internet she has sensation. been stuff and then for some weird reason she blew up from that really From that move. So I guess this was yeah. this whole this is like a whole scam. It was yeah, plan. it was like her plan. Yeah, I guess he worked out. But she's know. actually not bad. She's she has a decent flow, you know. Yeah, she's not I the like best. Soja cat. She got a little Yeah, it's a little spicy, you know. Um her videos are decent. Like, you could tell they spend money on her, her videos. If you just need something to just, you know, feel good and turn up for a little moment, you know, with your girls, I think, you know, she's definitely some good little vibes to listen to. Tory Lane's got Chicks Tape 5 coming out. They tend to be pretty good. I don't know. I think my only thing with um, his little mixtapes is, like, they be a lot of samples. And he, you know, Tory Lane's do good on samples, but I still am waiting for Tory Lane's to have, like, more of his own standout Right, moments. right, 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 right. That's true. So... Sure, it is what it is. It is. Um, Dave, Dave East, his album, Survival, it dropped today, November 8th. 
Um, I don't really listen to me too, to be honest. Um, Dave East is so he sounds so underground. Like that's just what it is. It's like I don't think I've ever listened. His to whole him. rap style is so underground. I got put on to him from. But, but people really love him. Like mm-hmm. you know, he's like original New York type of rapper. Yeah, he's definitely like that New York gritty like right flow. Yeah, aggressive. like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, check out his album and Jaquise. The King of R&B. I think it is called The King of R&B. It is called The, the King album. of R&B. Let's see what Jaquise is He is such a funny there. looking guy. He's he's not attractive to me, but that's it, Dreezy Bay. Um, are they together? They still you know, together. They had a little drama. They had a little beef, but I think they still together. You ain't seen them doing Michael Jackson and Naomi Campbell's they, Halloween They concert? did it before the drama. And she's oh, like, oh, after. no, she's like, let me just post. I'm, I'm going to post this right now. I'm not going to get penny, petty on the internet, but this is what we did. I'm going to post it. So it was before the little whatever they had. That costume was horrible. They just didn't really embody hor- the image. It was horrible. Think, I wouldn't say horrible. What made you, it horrible? They looked horrible. The oh. two of them. They don't look good together. They look, they did not, like, y'all should not have picked this costume. They shouldn't have. It no. looked horrible. Horrible. Damn. <laughs> no, it's you just, really don't like it. It's You make it like they're ugly. They are. Sorry. Wow. That was an ugly Country costume. God, ugly. Wow. I'm your, sorry. Your fellow human beings, you're calling them ugly. I'm sorry from looking at that picture again. Yeah, they just didn't embody it Gee, at all. But anyway, like this they whole, look stiff. They look no. Sorry. Yeah, I no. agree. It's just, it's just not it. Uh, but that's pretty much what we have for music. Um, but low key though, low key on the highest of keys. I've been I make sure to listen to my African playlist, Nigerian playlist, African as a whole, because I know I've been slacking on it for a while. And there's um, I like Niniola. So mm-hmm. Niniola, she is Tani the Entertainer's older sister, and she has a song called Omarakbala. It's a decent song. You know, she has this low key sexy sultry yeah. vibe going on. Um, which I do like. I actually listened to um, this French called called Compliqué. Okay, Compliqué. And it is by, let me see, what is his name? Dajou. It's decent, you know? It's like, it's only, a f- it's some African songs that I don't like because I'm like, eh, you're trying too hard. But we definitely got it. Right. Do you li- did you listen to, um, what's his name? Davido, that his song, Risky. No, not really. He has another song called "It's Out." It's called "Risky." It's ca- his songs are catchy that I could give him. Like yeah. the hook is always catchy. You know, it's repetitive. It's catchy, so that you know definitely gives it a flow. But I think overall doesn't make it like a good song per se. But nowadays that's all you need a, a catchy hook. You know what I'm saying? Good flow and that's it. Like you did a little something. Um, let's go into TV. Um, Keisha Cole, her new reality TV show is coming out November 18. I think it's called My New Life. So we know she just had a baby, another baby boy. Yeah, with her young boyfriend. Her young, very young boyfriend. They um, seem happy, though. They, she, she is really happy. She holding it down for him. She is. So I'll see how that relationship plays out. But they look happy. Um, what else is on TV? I still haven't watched Dolomite. I do want to watch it, though. You have to be in a set, yeah. There's this Nigerian film on Netflix called King of Boys. Girl! It's Listen, listen. It's really good. It's long, but it is it's good. good. If, whether you're Nigerian or non-Nigerian, you're looking for a good movie to watch, it is good. Now, they speak Yoruba here. But, you don't speak Yoruba, but it's, good. it's a good balance. Yeah, yeah. It's your, not too much where you're like, no, like, I, I can't watch it. it. And I think especially in the in the heels of Lionheart being excommunicated from yeah. the Oscars, mm-hmm. which is a whole other conversation in itself, 
Um, definitely support the Nigerian artists. Our, our third episode was Black Entertainment, mm-hmm. and we talked a lot about Nollywood and stuff. And I feel like a lot of things that we critique them on, they it's kind of improved since then. Really so, much so. Like big, like the, yeah. the sound effects, the production. Um, Even the storyline, because the they story used to be a lot of, plot. I watched some movie last weekend um, with Funke Akindele and, you know, somebody else, which is like Netflix is really doing a better job of picking up these, yeah. finding the right movies where it's not just this corny stuff. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 definitely. Like, you know, it, it, you know, I like how they're trying to change the storylines and not having, have, have it be like the typical same Exactly. You know, family voodoo type of stuff, but it still it still is authentic. You know, yes. it still is African at the same time, yes. which I like, which is what I really like about King of Boys because it had it had this whole gangster you know thing going on, but you saw how Nigerian but gangsters are. Nigerian gangsters, Nigerian mob. Niger, that's yeah. how it is because they do it have is. it down there yeah. too. You know, so it just shows how they the politics work. American storylines. They didn't Nigerian. do no American accent. Nigerian storylines and stuff to it. I love it. King of Boys. Of course, Shalashiba Wale, she's a great actress. Um, you guys, check it out on Netflix. Susu, Susu be just in movies sometimes, Susu, too. Susu. I just swear. She's, she like the Paula Patton to me. <laughs> like, that's how I feel about Susu. Like, Her acting is not strong. That's what I'm saying. She's like, she be in hella good movies, but she's really just there because she's beautiful. Yeah, So and I don't know if not, I just haven't really watched so many of her movies. I've watched a couple I've, of movies with Susu, I think I've and it'd be the like same. Two, maybe two of her movies. It'd be the same. Because it was um, the bridal party. That, that, that was, uh, was our best role to party. me. That yeah. was our best role. All, every other role I've seen her, it'd be the same. She'd just be cute, maybe innocent. Yeah. You know what Because like, with, with this role... I didn't really get that strong. She ain't she ain't seem like her mama's successor like they were trying to make it seem. Yeah, like that's I, I get it, you're the lawyer, whatever, beautiful, but she didn't really depict that strong. She was she wasn't a boss. She just She wasn't she, a boss. It wasn't like here here's the boss and here's the boss junior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't. Was she like, tried to be. She tried, but she was just susu. Yeah, yeah. You definitely right with that one. I'm um, trying to see what else. We did watch Sisters a little bit. I know we talked about this last week, um, but since we both watched it together we agree that it just doesn't feel natural i done told y'all about tyler perry y'all just ain't trying to hear the truth tyler perry great businessman you've done a lot for the culture your plays are good leave tv shows alone (laughs) especially the ones that are like about women per se you know what i'm saying i wish he would stop trying to tell women's stories yeah find some men's stories to talk about because you could tell that he's trying to create that home girl like vibe and it's just you and your girls talking and kicking in showing you guys sharing each other's problems but even like just the chemistry of the actresses it was completely lacking yeah it didn't feel natural like this are girls this are sisters with the ahs Sisters, you know that's how i be as that's how he spelled it it wasn't no er so it just I'm gonna keep watching it just cause. I'm waiting for um, the games people play to come back. Oh, that show was decent. How did that that season end though? It was I, decent. It was like um, they were trying to blame her for the murder, Lauren London, and she she right 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 right, right right okay. Um, anyway, but I think that's pretty much it. That's all we have for TV and music. Um, and yeah, it's time for the quote. Okay. All right. Um, the quote. Female bodies are the battleground, whether that means restricting freedom, birth control, safe abortion, in order to turn them into factories or abandoning female infants because females are less valuable for everything other than reproduction. Yeah. 
And so. also, quick announcement, y'all. We're going to be taking, like, a little quick break. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Because, you know, I got to go to Nigeria and stuff. She's going to Nigeria. Yeah. So, we'll be back, Don't miss though. us too much. We'll be back in December. We will be back. Peace. <laughs>